What's up, you guys? Welcome to Equipped, the podcast that turns gaming concepts into life lessons. I'm your host, Isa Gonzalez, and I'm so happy that you clicked play. Thank you so much for being here. And now, let's get on with today's episode. We are bringing back a gamer's take and joining me for the first installment of 2023 is gamer and IT consultant Derek Carlos. Derek is also the host of Munkahi Podcast, a podcast that deep dives into the skills needed to become an effective IT professional and a functioning adult. And so welcome to the show, Derek. Thank you so much for being here. It's nice to be here. Hello. <laughs> so excited ako to be to join you because I've been following your podcast for quite a long uh, quite a long time. So oh. medyo uh, yeah, starstruck. Oh, <laughs> Starstruck. you starstruck. But yeah, thank you so much for being here. It's really fun for me to start collaborating with people again in 2023. I honestly missed it. And you guys, I mentioned that Derek is an IT consultant and he's also a podcaster. So that's really what I'm curious about right now. And so could you kindly like share with us what do you do as like an IT consultant? Yeah, okay. So actually I work for a software company for more than actually most of my my life. I mean I I'm 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 at this loyalty. company since I graduated <laughs> college. <laughs> so talk about loyalty. I I worked for a software company, started out as a developer and now I am uh like an architect. Mm-hmm. I we provide solutions for utility customers. So customers like Meralco, but more on a global scale. Uh, I'm mostly working on the infrastructure side. So that's you know the, the servers and the uh, um, web services and stuff, making sure that our products are deployed, following uh, industry best practices, and making sure they are running at optimal speeds. So it's also it's always normal for us to you know be hearing uh, screaming customers saying hey this is not working oh no yeah. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> gets gets are you like uh return to office kayo or work from home or hybrid uh, we actually we are still work uh, working from home uh, I know that they are starting to to introduce the idea of going back mm-hmm. pero at the moment. Uh, they're saying uh, the HR is saying uh, for the for a seeable future, uh, work from home is still. Oh, okay. Well, that's good for you then, because like most of the people that I know, like my friends and all, they all started going back to the offices now. Yeah. So much mixed emotions, about it. But at least for you, you still get the you know you don't have to commute, <laughs> you don't yes. have to spend on gas or anything. So I think that's still a good thing for you. Yes. And I'm curious, because guys. Sidarek, he has a podcast. It's called Munkahi. And on the on the night that we're recording this, he actually released a new episode. So super cool on timing. But when did you decide like you wanted to create the podcast and you wanted to share more of your insights as an IT professional? Oh uh, yeah. Um yeah, I mean I, I've mentioned this before and I'm 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 saying this again for for their for context. I started out the podcast almost the same time as your podcast. So if you think about it, medyo makapatid tayo in a way. <laughs> but somehow medyo, uh, I feel like I, I was a black sheep or um, a prodigal son who just drifted off because I stopped recording and stopped producing episodes. I figure that after working in IT for over a decade, we have been you know, focusing hard on hard skills, how to code, how to run this and that. And at the time, I was thinking, I, I, I want to record something because kahit nung bata pa lang ako, I've been recording my voice on our karaoke unit. Ooh. 
Kaso lang, nice. wala akong maisip. Ano ba yung pagsasak? Ano yung pag-uusapan? Ano yung sasabihin ko? Mm-hmm. And I feel like kapag I talk about my technical skills, baka hindi siya masyadong appealing and entertaining for some. And baka matulad na ako sa mga maraming YouTube videos na, or YouTube channels about talking about how to code and this. And, and it's, it doesn't work that well in the podcast format. Mm-hmm. So I figured something is missing. And I feel like I'm missing is the, the soft skills part. If you think about it, it's easy to learn how to do coding. If you put yourself into it, you know, coding is fine. But how to talk to your manager, thinking on when to reply to everyone or just reply to someone. Sometimes hindi siya tinuturo eh, uh, hindi siya tinetrain eh. Parang ina-assume lang ng mga tao na, uh, ano na yan, parang common sense na lang. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's not kasi marami na akong na-encounter sa, sa work na they reply to everyone in the email thread with their bank details. So yung mga ganun na parang honest mistake pero keeps on happening. So I figured, hmm, maybe should, I should try uh, creating a podcast about that. I think this applies to any other technical industry besides IT. There's like a lot of emphasis on the skill set, the hard skills, like your actual expertise about the tasks and all that. But then what I love with your story and your podcast is you now shift the the focus to the soft skills. And I, I agree, like these are things that you would think are common sense, but actually not a lot of people understand it quite yet or like it's not obvious to them in a way to like apply it in their own fields. And I totally agree. Soft skills are very, very important equally important as your actual technical skills if I must say and it's cool that you're able to incorporate that within your podcast um but yeah really cool that you're back with uh podcasting I wish you nothing but the best going to 2023 but we all know that on this podcast we love to talk about gaming and so I also wanted to ask you because you mentioned a couple of games already mm-hmm. um when we decided to collaborate together but when did your gaming journey actually begin I uh, I actually started playing when I was uh, in elementary, so around 1990s, late 1990s. So basically, alam nyo na edad ko by that time. <laughs> so my my father actually borrowed uh, a Sega console from his co-worker and a few games. So mga uh, yeah, Samurai Spirits, it's an arcade game, uh, and uh, Jungle Book. Was your dad also a gamer? No, it just figured, you know, just borrow something and then I get I get to play it. Cause hindi kami ganon ka well off to to get family computer. I know my cousins have a family computer. I, I used to watch them play. That's my first uh, gaming console, that a Sega console, a borrowed one. And then I I dabbled on uh, Super Nintendo also with my neighbor. Cause sobrang ano lang talaga ako. Dumadalaw lang ako. Visiting gamer lang ako kumbaga. Cause I I I only play if if they invite me to play. Gets. And then, mm-hmm. uh, eventually, I when we got our first IBM computer, uh, secondhand, uh, I played uh, Super Mario quite a little bit, pero medyo na overwhelm ako with the levels. <laughs> because uh, it tends to get really, really quick. Yeah. So I played, I, I, I really liked and enjoyed Bomberman. I played that uh, while my mom was watching me. So parang naging um, afternoon routine namin siya before dinner. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So your mom would also play with you or parang manunood lang siya? Yeah, she would just watch and, you know, you know, like a backseat gamer. Like she would give uh, advice. Ah, dapat ganito ang ginawa mo. And then, maki- makikitili siya kapag uh, malapit na akong, you know, if you know the, the mechanics of the game, you know, kailangan umiwas ka kagad bago pumotok yung bomb. So, uh-uh. 
Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's nice. I'm happy to hear that your your parents were involved in like your gaming journey as a kid. Because like usually they they're against it, but it's really nice to hear stories that that are opposite the man. And so you're a seasoned gamer, pala. And so how has your like gaming journey evolved as like you got older and now that you're you're really you know an adult? Actually, merong merong part na medyo nagpost ako with gaming eh. Uh, mm-hmm. I think nung high school, medyo less na yung gaming journey ko. Parang nagtumuloy na siya nung college. Nung nakaroon ako ng sarili kong uh, uh, personal computer. Since then, I started playing uh, mostly Star Wars games actually. Bihira lang ako makapaglaro ng mga multiplayer games that time kasi mga time na yun dahil up eh. So parang pagka may imagine if you're having a, an intense battle with someone over dial-up and then suddenly the phone rang. Yeah. <laughs> so medyo nakakaubos ng dugo yun. So, uh, so mostly single-player games. Uh, some of them are mga SimCity, mga Jedi Knight, uh, Star Wars. So, so basically anything, any Star Wars game that has you know, a player uh, wielding a lightsaber. Because uh, somehow I, I'm fascinated with that. Oh, cool. And now that you're, you're older, like, do you have time right now for like gaming or mental? It's less compared to your college and high school days. Yeah, I mean, um, I still try to find time. Try to find time to game. I actually last 2020, I I built my own gaming rig. Nice. And Sana kasi, all. Ano na lang to eh, to ng peer pressure. I... Kasi yung <laughs> In oh, no. friends ko, they were playing on PC and I was playing uh, with them. Kasi yung nialaro namin, which is a Call of Duty Modern Warfare, is a cross-platform. So I play with them through my PS4. Mm-hmm. Pero naisip ko, it's very limiting na yun lang yung nalalaro namin. And so bumili ako ng nag-parts, nag-build ako ng gaming PC, and then I played some games with them. Which is ironic kasi ngayon nakapag-build na ako ng PC, suddenly, kasi they're all married now. They all have their own families, and they they started to get these chores. And suddenly, I'm I'm stuck with a gaming PC with oh, nothing no. to play with. But <laughs> uh, if I'm playing with them, I used to I we play yeah, Call of Duty multiplayer games. Uh, so, because I just like to play with them and then have those funny moments. Yeah. Na tipo may kita mo na nabigyan na siya tutumba kasi he was sniped from like <laughs> the cor- the other corner of the map, and then he keeps on picking that same that same corner. Just to get shot again. So, medyo nakakatawa lang. And then, I also remember this scene from the, the Big Bang Theory uh, TV show. Oh, I love Big Bang yun, They're all hanging around playing Halo. Halo. Yeah. So, hindi ako naglaro ng Halo, by the way. I tried pulling them to Halo, but uh, no. I mean, they, they like just playing Call of Duty or Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Pagka marami silang ginagawa, and I'm free. That's when I play uh, single-player games. So now, I'm kind of shifting to stealth uh, games like uh, Splinter Cell and uh, Sniper Elite. Nice. And uh, sometimes, I also play RPG. I, I I already finished playing the The Witcher, <gasps> pero I played I played it again just for fun, just to to explore those maps. Which one? I think dung sa pinaka last na DLC yung oh. para medyo French France inspired okay. yung I yeah. never finished so the DLC like, yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I just like to explore kasi compared dun sa original game mas light kasi yung surroundings nung nung DLC na yon. Uh-huh. Kasi diba sa original sa original game parang masyadong gloomy kasi it's all about war. So it's a it's a uh, it's a breath of fresh air na nandoon ako sa part na yun na ah, I'm just chilling. Oh, explore, explore na lang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, I mean, 
with regards to like your PC, at least you you have a functioning PC. You can definitely use that for other things besides gaming. That's for sure. And yes. I, I mean, you still have your single player games that you know that you like and want to play it in as well. So I don't think you're you you're at a loss at this point. <laughs> and <laughs> and looking back though, like looking um back at your childhood and how your interest in games and different genres have developed over time, what do you think is the biggest impact that gaming in general had on your life? Actually, it helped me with uh, think with my problem solving skills, mm. especially so work ko as in, in IT. Understanding logic is important. Somehow, kasi parang naisip nila maawhua mo lang yung understanding logic uh, when you're uh, learning math. Well, I agree. Pero sometimes may mga games din kasi na it really trickles your your curiosity on how to figure out how how to solve that problem. When I was a kid, I mean. I think lahat naman ng parents they try to restrict the the, the gaming times. And I nung time na yon I only have like one hour or so. Isang oras ka lang naglaro and then patay na yan. But still, um, getting to play a game within one hour, you try to figure out how to play efficiently a level. Yeah. Kasi, kasi pagka nastaka na sa isang level, tapos oh my god, malapit na matapos yung isang oras ko. So I was forced to kailangan ko ma-figure out to how to how to how to fix this or how to to get through this stage. Oh, that's really interesting. So it's like because you knew that you were time bound because of what your parents wanted you to do, you yun nga, you parang you had no choice but to try to solve things or to try to beat the level as soon as you can. Well, that's really interesting. Yes. I've never thought of it that way. I mean, a lot of people have mentioned problem solving in general, but just that idea na I have no choice but to try to solve this as soon as I can. I think that is a cool thing. And now we are gonna go into the real meat of this episode because. This striked me honestly when you you told me about your topic idea because I have never thought of it in this light. And so when it comes to cheat codes, there has only been one person, one other person that has been on the podcast and has shared his thoughts about it. And magkaiba talaga kayo ng ano ng take, and that's what I found really interesting. And when it comes to cheat codes, like you as a gamer or maybe just you as a person. How do you see a cheat code? Like, what would be your personal definition of a cheat code? Uh, as a gamer, okay. So cheat codes for me are well, codes uh, that you enter in a console in game to help you get an advantage over the game itself. Actually, cheat codes are good if the game developer enabled them. But uh, hindi na lahat ng games meron ganun eh. Especially during these days na uso na yung mga, yung mga speedrun ng games. So they don't, want, uh, they don't want those gamers to be using cheat codes, obviously. So dahil doon, uh, somehow yung mga developers, yung mga ex-developers, eh, ex I don't know, they started developing game trainers. Game trainers are similar to cheat codes such that they give you extra money or unlimited health or an, an unfair advantage in the game, but they run in a background along with the game and it manipulates the computer's memory and therefore allowing it to modify the, the game behavior. Mm -hmm. So that's for me is the cheat code. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because um, I, I also think that cheat codes aren't that prominent anymore. Uh, when I think of cheat codes, honestly, the only game that comes to my mind is GTA. 
Because I'm pretty oh, yes. sure that's the game that I use cheat codes for. Because obviously you want to get the the vehicles instantly kapag tatakas ka or something. But for mm-hmm. you, what were the games that you had to use cheat codes for? Or you decided that you would want to use cheat codes for? Actually, the first time I used the cheat code, it was back in college when I played uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Outcast. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the one game that I keep on playing because they merong merong siyang level na you get to have a, a lightsaber. So merong time do na I would always run out of ammo sa blaster ko, which is super weird because you don't see stormtroopers reload their blasters even in movies. So after researching, I learned that apparently the game has uh, cheat codes built in. So you can have all the available weapons. You can have uh, unlimited life or, you know, God mode. And ang pinaka interesting for me is you can even go through walls. There is that one level na I forgot na I turned on the cheat. Uh, I think I, I enabled God mode there. And I, it's a boss fight. And I figured, ah, kaya-kaya ko to. Ilang swing lang to. Parang kahit anong gawin niya sa akin, uh, he can kill me. But the problem is, the game keeps on going on for like hours already. It's like, no, this can't be right. Bakit hindi ko siya mapatay? Kasi ang mangyayari niyan, yes, I would, I would damage him for like 50% of his health. But he would back off and then get, mag-restore yung, heal, yung health niya. Mm-hmm. And, ko, bakit na nangyayari to? And then, doon ko naisip, doon, doon na gumana yung problem-solving skills natin, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, na, hmm, something is wrong. And then, I turned off my God mode. And then, suddenly, doon natuloy, doon tumuloy yung game. So, apparently, you're supposed to get defeated doon sa round na yun in order for you to proceed. Oh. And so, I was like, hmm, okay. So, I, I, hindi lang basta-basta pala to game lang na, you know, you play it with cheat codes and then you win all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out when to turn it off or when to turn it on. I also used cheat codes when I played uh, SimCity. Uh, oh, really? You know, <laughs> yeah, SimCity 4. Because, you know, in SimCity 4, diba, you, you, you want to earn money. Yeah. So, kasi ako naman kasi, uh, I just like playing the game because you know you get to design the roads, the uh, the electrical uh, infrastructure, mm-hmm. and the time lapse nung pagbibuild na mga buildings. That's all I wanted to to see. And so I wanted to build as much buildings as I want because I I am fascinated with that the time lapse. Ah, uh, kaso ang problema sa sa SimCity 4, they made it difficult for you to to get money. I mean, yes, they allow you. They they have these cheat codes for you to earn money or get money. Pero it's only 1000 coins per execution. So, yeah, eventually I got the money that I need, but I never really won SimCity because I missed the point of the game. Because the the point of the game is you want to make the city profitable through taxes and lowered upkeep of the infrastructure to minimize the finances. So I eventually stopped playing because you know at the end of the game, if natalo ko sa game, it would suggest na you should probably run for senator because <laughs> you're not good with with being a mayor. <laughs> Wait, when was the last time that you played SimCity 4? Oh, that's a long time now. Because I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of played it nung, I'm still in college, eh, pero I played it a little bit nung, nung kisimula pa lang ako mag-work, so around 2006, 2007. Pero parang yung nga, na, na-lose interest na ako dun kasi hindi ko siya makuha talaga. Siguro dahil nga, I, I'm used to using cheats to, to get what I want. 
if you have a gaming definition of a cheat code, which you mentioned earlier, do you think there's like an equivalent of a cheat code in real life? I think it's more of a literal translation of a cheat code. I mean, cheat code in itself is a, a, you know giving you an unfair advantage in the game. And so for me, I know that you need to work smart than work hard. Yeah. And sometimes... You know, I understand the, the reality of it because as, a, as, a, as an IT professional, I would tend to create scripts or programs so that uh, it would do the menial tasks for me. And I understand that kind of unfair advantage if you know, you know how, to, how to automate some of your work. But some are taking it on a different level. Eh? <laughs> like for instance, for us IT professionals, we don't have licensure exams. We don't have licenses. We have certifications. Now the problem with us IT is that since we have we don't have licenses, we have certifications. And those certifications are based on the technology that you want to specialize on. The thing is certifications they they tend to expire. So at least 18 months. Like um sa company namin, we are asked to refresh our certification status every every year just to ensure that we are up to speed with the with the latest technology. Mm, okay. So may mga iba na they tend to do shortcuts just to be able to pass the certification without actually learning something for that certification. So I know some some guys na they managed to win, you know, they managed to pass the certification exam just by going through the the test dumps. For people that aren't familiar with what test dumps are, like could you explain what they are? <laughs> test dumps are basically like a, uh, like codigo, like you know, cheat codes. Kaya medyo ano, medyo I think medyo nakaka frustrate. Mm-hmm. Kasi parang you're you're trying to play a fair game. <laughs> pero for some others like I don't have time for that. I'm I'm working smart. And so parang suddenly parang the, the term work smart not hard is getting a bad rep. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah, that's that's true. There's there has to be like um what do you call this? Uh a line set between quote unquote working smart and just plain uh pandadaya. Any English some pandadaya. <laughs> cheating. Yeah. Cheating. Cheating or, yeah, cheating. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right? Cuz like it, I do I see how it can get blurry between the two if like you're someone that thinks, oh no, I'm just like, you know, making use of resources. Making use of resources. But yeah, there really has to be a line set between the two. And earlier when you were talking about the games that you were playing and the games that you had to use uh, or you decided to use cheat codes on, you mentioned that parang na-realize mo na parang mali yung, yung gameplay ko. <laughs> so like, what was going through your mind? What were some of the signs or clues that enabled you to realize that? Like, do you still sort of remember your thought process back then? To be honest, you know, playing the game, I mean, you know this. I mean, if you play a game, it's like you are transported to a whole new world. You know, it's, it's like an escape from reality. But somehow, playing cheat codes in-game brings it to a whole new level. Because as you mentioned, you know, playing GTA V, you, you get to infiltrate a US base, an army base, <laughs> with nothing but a, with a, a pistol if you want to. Uh, I played Tomb Raider, you, you know, the Tomb Raider series, yung bago uh, on PC. I, I think I played the first one, uh, yung reboot. I get to play it on PS4. And, you know, in PS4, I don't get to, to run any cheats. 
So I have no choice. I was, you know, forced to to finish it like like a normal gamer would. Pero when I got my PC, I was able to play through Tomb Raider, the second one and the third one, almost very easy. I mean, parang parang sana parang isa na isip ko sana nagplay na lang ako on easy difficulty. Baka mas na, nag-enjoy pa ako. Kasi yung nga parang I know na merong certain aspects yung game na you don't need I mean, walang silbi yung cheat codes kasi it's mostly puzzles. Pero most of most of the game as well is, you know, parang it it's as a shooting out enemies. And no natapos ko yung game, parang parang hindi siya rewarding. Parang hindi siya, parang hindi ako na-enjoy. I think the last time that I enjoyed the game, well, aside from The Witcher, is yung Dante's Inferno. And so, when I played that, it, nung natapos ko yung game, I felt great. Parang wow, ang galing. Parang gusto, kaya nilaro ko siya uli. Alam mo yun, that's why I, I appreciate that replayability kasi I want to experience that again. And the thing is, na-experience ko pa rin siya kahit alam ko na kung ano yung mangyayari kasi parang those painful moments na you have to, to endure. Pero I don't get to experience that when I'm playing with cheat codes eh. Kasi parang dahil nandun na yung mindset ko na ah, kaya ko na naman na nagpasan to kasi may cheat code. So parang na, na, na-ruin na yung game for me. Yes, and then that's when the thought of like, I'm not playing the game how it's intended to be played comes in. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. I mean, I've, I don't use cheat codes, really. It was just for GTA 5. Oh, not GTA 5. GTA San Andreas. But I do also see why some gamers did enjoy using cheat codes in the past. Like, I, I really do get that. But then for you, like, you mentioned that cheat codes in real life are, like, equated to unfair advantages. So what do you think are consequences of someone because you also mentioned that cheat codes can be seen as like always wanting to take shortcuts and so what do you think are some consequences for someone that is used to doing that or someone that relies on shortcuts or cheat codes to get by in life i mean the expected answer that there is that you know you know that there will come a point wherein there will be consequences na Kapag yun. But somehow it doesn't happen in real life. Eh. It prevails. Like going back to my analogy of certifications, sometimes nawawala na ako ng gana mag-take ng certifications. Kasi I know for a fact na we can do equally as well with our job, with or without the certification. Oh, okay, I've been doing the, I've been, I've been very familiar with the product that I'm working on for like so many years now. I know how, to, how, it, how it works. So if someone says that they are certified with that, for me, medyo questionable. Because yes, you managed to take the exam and pass the, the test, but sometimes medyo, minsan, ano eh, pagkakaharap na yung client, minsan hindi pa sila ganun, hindi sila yung as credible as they sound eh. And then, nainis ako kasi, I get to solve the problem, pero wala ko certification. And we were, you know, parang eventually, um, the manager, my managers, let ano parang sinabi na rin niya sa akin na well even if you don't you know if you don't agree with the concept of certification you need to take it kasi in the end i'll be the one selling your services to customers right. so and i need to be able to sell you so doon na rin okay fine fine parang na, nagsakob na ako sa idea okay fine i know certifications are, are effective eventually <laughs> <laughs> my purpose pa rin yes. kahit pa paano <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I totally get where you're coming from. And even though I don't work in an IT world or anything like that, I, I get where you're coming from. Just like wondering, why do I still have to do this if it's not like really showing the full competence of one IT professional? Um, but at the end of the day, it's still a requirement. And I guess it's somewhat now a bit more uh, on the systemic side or like what people consider as true requirements to show competency or like to show that someone's qualified to do a certain type of job uh, but that's a whole nother thing and we don't have time to get into that right now uh, but I am uh, curious to get your take because what do you think now is like a good mindset or a mindset that has helped you sort of appreciate putting in the work putting in the time and energy to achieve what you want the, the thing with me is that I stayed in this company for very long time and some people wonder why pero kasi i like playing the long game mm. parang kasi other people na nakasabayan ko magwork they were like bakit ganito ang bagal ng progress ng career ko cum laude ako eh di ba may ganun eh may this is a true story cum laude entitlement cum laude ako eh bakit nagco-code pa rin ako i should be designing solutions already by now and I was like, sorry, ano lang ako eh. Dean Lister lang. Actually, medyo hindi ko alam paano ako naging Dean Lister. Pero <laughs> I just, you know, I just continued the work. I, I just put my head down and and do the work. Yung iba, they keep complaining to me. Uh, na parang, I disclosed my salary to a, to a close friend. And she was like, bakit? Ba't kanyang kataas ang sahod mo? Kung laude ako eh. Bakit ganito na ang sahod mo? Bakit nauna ka pa nagka-increase? And this is before, this is during the the, the recession. Around 2008, 2009. So, sinabi ko sa kanya, and I keep hearing this all the time, na parang tipong, ah, tagal-tagal ko nang ginagawa to. Bakit? Ano pa rin ako? Ganito pa rin yung position ko. Bakit ganito pa rin yung sahod ko? And I was like, I know, parang alam mo yung feeling helpless ka, na parang you need, you want to help. But somehow, I would get uh, a response na, it's easy for you to say kasi ikaw na-promote ka eh. Parang ako, I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't gets, know. Parang kasalanan mo, paano na-promote ka? Oo, parang, oo, parang anong gagawin ko? Hindi man ako yung nag-promote sa sarili ko. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think, yeah, I mean, some people, they are... I, I don't I don't I don't like using entitled kasi minsan guilty rin ako nun eh. Um, pero yun nga, parang sometimes you just have to wait. You know, just try to acquire as much skill as you can. I think this is also a problem of, for some because they are asking for a raise while they they don't want added responsibility. Because mm. they just want to do the same work pero more money. So yun, you have to acquire more skills if you want to bring more value. You know, because the problem is that you you just do the work and that's it, and then you're expecting promotion just because to magal ka sa company ng x number of years. That doesn't work that way. You have to increase your skills. You know, it could be soft skills. It could be uh, more technology inclinations or certifications in order to prove to your manager na, hey, I think uh, I can bring more value to the company. I think um, these are the, the skills that I have. You know, what, do we, what can we do about it? Some people tend to work hard, quote unquote hard, pero they're not, uh, they're not looking into, you know, trying to increase their uh, or to widen their comfort zone. So I think that's important if you, you want to succeed, you know, uh, if you want to get that quote-unquote unfair advantage. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that you already know that you want to play the long game because I agree that it just 
boils down to that person and if they understand that certain things might take a longer time than what they expected and if they're able to accept it and sort of work with that uh, I think that's it's really just up to them and how they see things that happen around them or how they see things that happen to them uh, but now that you mentioned that you are playing the long game, what are some words of encouragement, maybe words of motivation that you would like to leave anyone else that is still in the middle of that process of, of playing this very, very, very long game that is life? <laughs> I think they, it's important that they enjoy what they're doing. Ako naman, kaya ako lang naman napili tong IT kasi... I just love spending my time in front of a computer, you know, doing things, coding, or just exploring, just the curiosity of it. That's why, you know, kahit na nag-fail ako, I'm, I'm okay. Kasi I love it eh. Kasi parang, oh, sige, mag-fail. I mean, oh, napahiya ako sa kliyente kasi mali yung, yung sinadjust ko. It's fine kasi it's part of the learning process and I enjoy, I enjoy that learning process. Na parang, okay, let's go back to square one. Let's, let's try to figure it out again. And I find it fulfilling, especially if I manage to to solve that problem na, you know, that kaya nila ako tinawag kasi may yung problem na yung nasolve ko. Kasi, kasi I enjoy doing that. So, yun din yung sigurong payo ko sa mga tao na if you if you want to to succeed, you need to make sure that you're, you're half following your passion and half being realistic. Uh, following your passion in a way na you'd still manage to get something to eat. You know, you're, you're doing it uh, in a smart manner. Kasi may iba na they follow their passion blindly pero hindi nila alam medyo hindi siya sustainable so kailangan medyo ano rin siya may ba- medyo balancing act din siya na you need to love what you're doing sabi nga doon sa isang review uh, what's that the art of not giving an f sometimes it's the byproduct eh. if you if you just do what you love sometimes money just keeps on darating na lang yung pera I, i'm still yet to reach that point <laughs> But still, I'm enjoying the process, diba? So, yun lang. I mean, if you want to play the long game, just make sure that you kind of love what you're doing. And by by love what you're doing, it can shift. It doesn't have to stay that way for a very long time. Mm-hmm, if you, if you yeah. feel like you're losing interest, you can try to shift. Kasi may mga kilala ko na they, are, they started out as accountants, but they shifted to, to IT because they just don't like numbers anymore. They and and misa maganda pa sila maging IT kasi they they know numbers they are very logical people so misa effective din sila with being an IT professional so yun so it sometimes it shifts so don't worry don't be afraid of shifting kasi minsan may mga iba nasasayang sa oras which I understand pero the as long as you are doing it carefully you're trying to study your options and while doing what you love I think it I think it's worthwhile. Yeah, I love that so much. You were able to really add more points right there. And the the things that stuck out to me were just, um, one, definitely being able to still enjoy what you're currently doing. But like you said earlier, you have to sort of find that balance between pursuing your passion and being realistic because... We all don't want to go hungry. <laughs> we all need food yes. on the table. You know, we have to do what we have to do still and provide for our families. That's definitely one. And then another thing that stuck out to me is this this part where you said that you should be okay with shifting it ever, if ever it happens to you. Because I totally agree. That's something that I struggled with in the past because I was sort of, 
um, set on, or I wanted this one fixed path for myself, but it didn't end up happening. So that was a whole journey to undertake and accept. But yeah, being adaptive, you know, like when it comes to thinking long term, uh, there's a part of you that moves with purpose and intention, but then there's also a part of you that's just simply willing to adapt and willing to see where things go. And I think that's one of the the nice things about a long-term or the long game. It's It doesn't have to be anything just quite yet. Like, you know what I mean? There's like, yeah. there's still some time for things to happen. There's still some time for things to fall into place. And it's not the end just yet. And so I totally love that. Thank you for that wonderful reminder. And thank you for sharing your stories and your insights with us. Guys, if you just heard from Direct Carlos, again, he is the host of Mugahi Podcast. If you want to check out more of his content, I'll make sure to leave the link to his podcast in the description box below. And Direct, um, I don't know if you noticed already, but at the end of every episode, we do love leaving a question of the week for our listeners. And so what do you think is a question question that you would like to leave our listeners to ponder on this week well as we, since we're talking about cheat codes um i wanted to i mean we are all faced with situations in life wherein we just want sometimes to uh i hope i can just open the console in real life and just enter this cheat code just to make things better i wanted to ask what are those situations that are those very difficult situations that they have encountered in life that made them feel like they just needed to to run a cheat code and what cheat code would they would they use gotcha there you go you guys that's the question of the week what is or are some uh events in your life that made you feel like you wanted to use a cheat code and what do you think that cheat code would be if you guys want to share your answers with us hop on over to the discord server i'll leave the discord link in the description box below and if you guys enjoyed this episode make sure to follow rate and review the podcast you know it means a lot to us thank you guys so much for listening to this episode we'll see you again in the next one and i hope you guys have a great rest of your week and as always stay safe stay healthy but also stay equipped